1: Avalanche fans, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever and wherever you may be listening, and thank you for joining the Locked On Avalanche podcast, brought to you by Built Bar, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I am your host Chris Maselli with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. A lot to get to today. We'll take a look at the Colorado Avalanche, possibly going into their past in the Quebec Nordiques. And bringing that to the soon-to-be future and possibly wearing the the sweater of the Nordiques uh, for next year. We'll talk about that. And to kind of play off of that, we'll get into how the, the Avalanche picked their initial logo and colors. Uh, and, and it wasn't as just cut and dry as, as you would think. And if you don't know the story... Um, It's quite interesting. If you do know it, uh, maybe stick around for some nostalgia. So we'll kind of play like a what-if game, and what if the Avalanche were not called the Avalanche? It's uh, kind of interesting. And also we will talk briefly about the Global Series being postponed for next year. Avalanche had a game uh, overseas, and that will not happen, so... We'll get to all that today. But first things first, like we always do, ways to follow the show follow on Twitter, search for L O P N underscore avalanche on Instagram, search for Locked Avalanche, and send your questions, comments, concerns, opinions, whatever is on your mind to Locked on Avalanche at gmail.com. So, as long as the Colorado Avalanche have been in Denver uh they and it's inevitable like you 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 have a team that relocates to another city there's always going to be uh a, a, a section of fans that always want to remember where they came from almost like always remember your roots and for the avalanche those roots are in Quebec Quebec moved to Colorado after a few seasons in a row of of kind of futility after you know those seasons of futility were were preceded by uh many seasons in succession where they were were excellent. They were a good franchise, but they 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 kind of went the other way around uh and being in one of the smallest markets not just in the NHL in sports, they really couldn't sustain themselves and it seemed like an, a move was inevitable. Colorado was looking for a team ever since they lost their team to New Jersey, and it seemed like a perfect fit. And yeah, you know the rest is is history with what happened once they moved to Colorado. And ever since they have, fans have been wanting the Avalanche to really pay homage to uh, the Nordiques in some capacity. Maybe something in the jersey. That's maybe hidden in the logo somewhere, or wear a third jersey that maybe would would reflect the Nordiques' colors. Just do something where they they acknowledge Quebec, and they really haven't done that throughout uh, their history in Colorado. Maybe with the exception of uh, they've played, I think, some preseason games in in uh, Quebec. I don't even remember when, but you know, nobody really pays that much attention to preseason. So uh, I think people wanted more than just that. And patience may have paid off. You might have had to wait 25 years, but it might be on the doorstep. And the Avalanche are discussing the possibility of wearing Quebec Nordique jerseys during next season. This Next season will be the 25th year in Colorado. Um, And I think they, they... Kind of acknowledge, like, okay, now is the time. And there's a couple reasons why. One is just the, it's 25 years. So, okay, you can celebrate 25 years of being in one location while celebrating where they came from. And to quote, this is Declan Bulger, who is the Senior Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer of KSE. Um, he said, I think there is an opportunity. And he says that because it's the 25th year. Uh, and this is something that he he did an interview with The Athletic. He said, we've talked about it, but the opportunity has not arose up until now. It's not the only thing we've talked about. We've talked about a lot of things, but I find it very interesting. The one thing that you're going to the press about is this. If you talked about a lot of things and, and this is what you want to talk about, then I have to imagine uh, this is going to happen. I kind of disagree with him where it says the opportunity has not arose up until now. The opportunity arises every single season. Yeah, I get that it's the 25th season, and maybe that holds some maybe special value to them. Uh, But, I mean, you could have done this in the 17th season, and to the fans, it wouldn't have mattered. It would have just been like, yeah, this is the right thing to do. Uh, But the other thing that he brings up, and in one aspect, it's like, okay, another team had to do it before the Avalanche were proactive and did it themselves. Uh, but they looked at what the Carolina uh, Hurricanes did, and he says, "Bolger says the success the Carolina Hurricanes had with wearing Whaler jerseys for select games the past two seasons is part of the reason the Avalanche are considering, considering the Nordiques jerseys." Um, and the Hurricanes moved to moved from, you no, know, moved to Carolina in 1997. Uh, so he he acknowledges like that being a, a, a talking point for them. And I'm like, all right, I, I, get, I just like seeing a team be proactive. Like, why did you have to wait for Carolina to do it before you did And like I said, Carolina moved in 1997. So Carolina did it, if this is true, I, and I really don't pay attention to Carolina, so if they did it last year, <clears throat> where would you say that? Um, the past two seasons, let's see. Okay, so the, the Hurricanes did it last year. So last year would have been 22 years. So, what, like, again, that's that's not a uh, 20, 20th season, 25th season, 10th season. It's just 22 years, so let's just do it. I, I don't know. I, 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 and I'm, I'm kind of maybe just being a little bit more difficult than I need to be. But the bottom line is they're going to do it. And I think that's what we need to focus on—not focus on why it took so long, uh, or the why or the how. Just that they are doing it. And um, if you, if if they needed one person on the team or within the organization to give them that final push to say yes, do it. Uh, who's their GM? And he has ties to, to Quebec, and I think he would be the you know he, he would get his name behind this movement. Um, and it'll happen. Now, how is it going to happen? How many games would they do it? Obviously, that stuff has not been discussed yet. But go for broke. If you're just going to do it this one year, um, does he say like the the, the or the um, the Hurricanes did it for the past two seasons? If you don't want to do that, then make it make it your third jersey for next year. And you always wear those third jerseys when uh, you're playing division rivals. Do it for that. If you don't want to do it past the season, don't just do it for a game. Don't just do it for a couple games, or or just when you're playing a specific team, or I don't know how you want to do it. Um, but I, I I would like to see it all year long, and and do it over the course of a season. Um, and do it, do it as your third jersey. Now I think you could have, if you were going to do it for one game and one game only, you should have did it last year during the uh, the outdoor game, the stadium series game. But that came and went. Um, I didn't really think that they were going to do that. I'm just saying, if, you, if you're only going to do it for one game throughout the season, then you do it for something big like that. Uh, but next year is just another season. Happens to be the 25th season in Colorado. I would like to see them do it uh, a handful of times throughout the year and not just once or twice. So what do you guys think? Uh, email me. Locked on avalanche at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. And talking about all these logos, uh, we are going to get into how the Avalanche got their logo and their name and their colors and, and all that fun stuff. And it's uh it's quite interesting. They almost were not the Colorado Colorado Avalanche. And if you don't know the name that they almost had, stick around because it will it will shock you. <laughs> it's it's incredible. Uh the name that they almost had. They've gone from, in my opinion, one of the best names in sports, Colorado Avalanche. It could have been the worst name in sports in what they almost went with. Um, We'll get to that. But before we do, one more time, for today anyway, check out Uh, BuiltBar.com. BuiltBar is our sponsor all month long and uh, an incredible sponsor they are. If you are into protein bars and energy bars... Built Bar is where you need to turn your attention to, not only for the amazing flavors they have, which I have tried the majority of them, but I am going to reorder. And the reason I'm going to reorder is because they returned a flavor which they did not send to me in my sample pack. And if you're a cookie dough fan, that's what they came back with was a cookie dough flavor. So you better believe that I am about to uh, re-up my order with maybe an entire box of cookie dough so if you're a cookie dough fan based on the other flavors that they have and how amazing they are for example straight up peanut butter the banana nut bread is amazing coconut almond is so so good they have a uh, coconut chocolate cream if you like girl scout cookies it tastes exactly like a samoa cookie i have not had a bad flavor i'm not a big toffee fan and i even had their toffee one and loved that so Check out Built Bar. It's the energy bar that tastes like an actual candy bar and it is healthy. It's good for you. Each bar contains about 110 calories, only 4 grams of fat, only 5 grams of net carbs, only 4 grams of sugar. Compare that to some of the other bars out there and get back to me. Let me know how it compares. The other bars won't compare to that. I'm telling you guys this is an excellent, excellent energy and protein bar. Check it out, builtbar.com at the checkout. Put in promo code locked on and you'll get $10 off your first order. So go to builtbar.com and are locked on as a promo code, $10 off. Excellent stuff, guys. Check it out.
0: My name is Paul Stewart, a third generation Irishman from Dorchester, Mass. I made it to the NHL as both a player and a referee. I was even elected to the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame. When I was skating, I had my share of lumps and bumps. I gave a few back, too. As a stand-up old-school guy, I've always been hesitant to try fads, but recently I became a big fan of a company called Easy Feeling Wellness. A hockey buddy sent me 1,000 milligrams of intensive relief rub. Easy Feeling markets a line of natural plant-based hemp extract products, including gummies, soft gels with melatonin, and tinctures. Their motto is to enjoy every day, which all of us banged-up baby boomers and old skaters can relate to. Easy Feeling products are non-addictive. They don't get you high, and they're perfectly legal. Give Easy Feeling a try by going to easyfeelingwellness.com. They will even give you 20% off your first order by using my special code, PS20. Easy Feeling Wellness. Enjoy every day.
2: Don't Luca now, but the Los Angeles Clippers might be in trouble. From our local experts to your ears, these are the biggest stories on the Locked On Podcast Network. Dallas Mavericks forward Luka Doncic dropped a triple-double and an overtime buzzer-beating three-pointer to tie their series with the Los Angeles Clippers. You have to listen to Locked On Mavericks today for a very hype Nick Angstadt. To the NFL, where 77 positive COVID tests from 11 teams were re-examined by a New Jersey lab. All of those tests have now come back negative. For the latest on the NFL's quest to return, subscribe to Locked On NFL and the new Peacock and Williamson NFL show. And finally, sources tell ESPN's Adam Schefter that Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson missed two training camp practices due to a groin injury. Listen to Locked On Ravens for the latest on the reigning MVP and why the team released Earl Thomas. Local experts on the biggest stories. It's the Locked On Podcast
1: Network, your team every day. All right, so a question that was asked in The Athletic when they uh, polled the fans was, do you want the Avalanche to update their logo, change their logo, change their colors? And, and I had talked about that uh, and how I think everything that they have right now is is perfect. I, I love their logo. I absolutely love their colors. So I wouldn't really mess around too much with that. And they haven't. Uh, but things were a little bit different when Quebec was moving to Colorado. And Quebec... And I didn't really know this. The the Nordiques had a logo change ready to go. And they would have worn it in the 96, 97 season. Well, I, I should say they wanted to wear it in the 95, 96 season, but they didn't get the, I guess they didn't get the blueprints in on time. Uh, there's a deadline for it, for it to make for the next season. And they didn't make that deadline. So they, instead of wearing it for the 95-96 season or anticipated wearing it for that season, they had to push it back to the 96-97 season. And you can go look it up. And it, it's an interesting logo. I think for the time, uh, it, it would have been maybe uh, uh, pushing the boundaries of a logo, really. It, it kind of looks like the the old like Minnesota Timberwolves logo when the, the Timberwolf is kind of like looking at you head on, you know, teeth showing. It, it almost looks like that. Which I think was around the same time the Timberwolves came out with that logo, I, I believe, um, but they never got to wear that. And because the team obviously moved to Colorado, and the Avalanche were not called the Avalanche when the team moved. It wasn't like, hey, we want to take a, uh, we want to get a team in Colorado, and whoever moves here is going to be re- rebranded as the Avalanche. They in, in the beginning they didn't really the the Kroenke. Well, that now they own them, but um, who who was it? Were they, they were called uh, Comset or something like that? Yeah, Comset. I believe is how you pronounce it. They they pretty much were just going to name the team what they wanted to name it, and you don't see that a lot anymore. If a team is moving, uh, you, you'll get kind of like a fan voting type of thing. Not to say that's going to be the end all be all, uh, but look at what like they're doing in Seattle right now. Uh, I think I do believe Seattle has put out um, like a fan voting type of thing. And again, it might not be. I think I think they know the name right now. They're just holding off on it because all the stuff that's going on. We probably would have known it by now, maybe. But the what this uh, Comsat Entertainment Group was going to name the Avalanche was not. They were almost going to play off how the Golden State Warriors are are named. And they weren't gonna be called Colorado, they weren't gonna be called Denver. No, they were going to be called the Rocky Mountain Extreme. That was the name of the Colorado Avalanche before they were the Colorado Avalanche. The Rocky Mountain Extreme. It was, it was a done deal. There there, there were logos made uh, and you can go look up those logos. They're they're pretty interesting, they're very ugly. Uh, But that was the name. And if Adrian Dater, who was still writing about Colorado Avalanche Hockey at the time, he was writing for Denver Post, if he hadn't leaked the name, uh, we would probably be called the Rocky Mountain Extreme. And he leaked the name. Fans read about it. Fans absolutely hated it. And it forced this entertainment group to rethink. And then they put out uh, a fan voting and they put out let's see here, about eight different names. And those names, and I'm going off an image here, uh, and they're just listing alphabetical, were Avalanche, Black Bears, Cougars, Outlaws, Rapids, Renegades, Storm, and Wranglers. And even in the fan voting, the fans didn't vote for Avalanche. The story is, and this is in the, the story of the Colorado Avalanche, Uh, by Bill McColfie, they went with Cougars. Fans voted for the Colorado Cougars, and maybe it's part of the alliteration. Uh, That sounds okay. Um, I think the Black Bears was up there too. I read out in some articles that Black Bears was uh, kind of maybe at the forefront, but the fans wanted Colorado Cougars. And when it came down to it, even though that won, in the end... This Comsat Entertainment Group really still had the last say, Um, and they went with Avalanche, and they they came out with the the logo, and you can go online and see other logos that they were considering. Almost every single one of them has an A, with you know like kind of like the swooping Avalanche coming across with a hockey, but they're they're very similar to that, but there's kind of some different styles. that we've seen, we've seen come up. There's one that just says Avalanche. Just does it still has that that swooping Avalanche, but instead of just the A, it, it says Avalanche. I've seen that on a hat somewhere. So they they still kind of use some of these logos that are uh, in in this. If you go searching for you know original Avalanche logos, uh, you can find them, and yeah, they they. Basically said Colorado's new NHL team will be called Colorado Avalanche and its logo will feature a color scheme of burgundy, silver, blue, and black. The logo and colors were des- designed in partnership with NHL so-and-so, whatever, whatever. Um, but can you imagine that? Can you like, th- th- What if the Avalanche were called uh, the Rocky Mountain Extreme? Just does not have a ring to it whatsoever. Golden State Warriors has a ring to it. And maybe they were going for that to, to kind of be edgy, and and that's where things were in sports in the mid '90s. Uh, people were going for like edgy, and and uniforms were very loud. Uh, if you remember the original like, Toronto Raptors jerseys, go look those up. I mean, today they would they would be laughed at. At the time, those were those those were futuristic, uh, and they almost had like really thick pinstripes and this ugly-looking Raptor on it, and now it's simplicity. Now you just want your name across. Like, now I believe the Raptors just say Toronto across the top, and, and uh, uniforms are going more simple than, than loud. And I, I can appreciate what they were going for with Rocky Mountain Extreme to kind of not have a, a state or city in the team name, but that's just one of those things that are sports. Uh, it, it, you you are a, assigned a, a city or a state and that's what you're known by not too many teams can get away with a, a nickname of a state and you know Golden State I guess can do it uh, but they're really like the only ones I can't think of any other nickname I mean sometimes you see like the state nickname as the team uh, nickname <laughs> you know like the, the uh, there's like New York Empire, which I know was a indoor uh, football team for a little, little while. Stuff like that. But you can't be called like the Empire State something. Uh, it just doesn't work. So I don't think it would have worked then. And you kind of got to give kudos to Adrian Dater because if not for him, we might have a very different look. The results might be the same, but the Rocky Mountain Extreme just doesn't do it for me. Alright, and one more piece of business to get to <clears throat> before we call it a day. The NHL came out and said their global series, as they call it, has been postponed. And this, of course, affects the Rocky Mountain Extreme, I mean the Colorado Avalanche, because they were scheduled to play overseas in Finland. And, of course, that affects some Avalanche players, namely Miko Rantanen. I'm sure he looked forward to going back to to his homeland and and playing a meaningful NHL game uh, back in his home country. So, I mean, does this say, what does this say? It just, you know, I think it it kind of falls in line with everything that has been said so far. This season, next season is probably going to get pushed back. I believe these games were scheduled for late October, early November. So the interesting thing that they say is it, it's postponed, not canceled or anything like that. And they say, we look forward to playing these games in 2021. Now, does that mean of, of the you know next season or the season following that? Uh, they might reschedule it and somehow get to play them in next season, just in 2021. But that would all depend on when next season actually starts. If they are doing this truncated season, not not truncated season and there's gonna be less games. But in the fact that uh like we talked about a couple weeks ago, or if the season started in December and you are basically doing a a sprint of a season with no bye week, with no all-star game, I don't see how you fit a uh you know, a couple games in another country Overseas into a season like that. If you start it in November, early November, maybe they can figure out a way to to get those games in, in those countries. And I think Nashville and the Bruins were playing games overseas as well. I don't know. I think they're just kind of putting the whole thing on pause, which is the smart thing to do right now. Uh, and you, you needed to make this decision now. And maybe some people are like, why do they make this now? Well, there's a lot that goes into pulling this off and 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 getting over there and playing these games it's not just like all right let's just get up and go and you know everything will be ready for us when we're over there no there's a lot that goes into planning these so uh informing the teams and informing those countries as early as possible that it can't happen right when it's scheduled to happen is what you need to do so uh, I think and it's nothing I really thought of but you know in in, in just when I heard about it And I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of forgot that they were going over there next year. And that makes sense, being as early in the season as those games were going to be played. And all signs pointing to next season not starting on time doesn't make sense to do it right now. So uh, I, I guess, you know, for maybe for the Avalanche fan, did it really matter to them? I don't, you know, I it was cool it would have been it would have been cool to be involved in that and you know bringing the sport overseas and playing some games in another country it's cool to kind of be a part of that um, but i think right now hockey fans just want hockey they don't care where it's played <laughs> you know they'll play on a frozen pond somewhere right now if it's, if it means you know two points in the standings so i think the games will get played I just don't know when, and I don't think the NHL knows when. Um, I think that is pretty low on the list of things that they have to get figured out. There's got to be a whole bunch of other things that they need to f- put their attention on and focus on before they bring their attention back to that. And they will. And they will. And those games will be played there. Just don't know when. But, like I said, we just want meaningful hockey games at this point in time. So, And we will get there, hopefully, slowly. But surely we will get there. That's going to be it for today, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you guys on Friday. But don't forget to send me, send me emails. Let me know what you think of uh, the Avalanche original team name. What you think they should do when it comes to wearing these Nordique jerseys for next season. Do you want them to just wear it once or twice? Would that be more meaningful if they wore it like I would like them to? a handful of times for all division games next year. What's your take on that? Let me know. LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com and uh, like I said before, definitely check out Lockdown NHL for league-wide news on the current goings-on with the NHL. Alright guys, we'll see you on Friday. Stay safe. Here is Jovi.
0: Go, Abs, go!